I'll take a, a jacked up Dean Winchester over any 10 other hunters any day. I'm proud of us. Warning, the Winchester wenches use adult language and discuss adult topics. If you are easily offended, stop listening now. Seriously, turn back while you still can. Son of a bitch! Dean! Sam! Yeah, well, there's times I want to get slapped during sex by a girl wearing a Zorro mask. I don't make it a good idea. I lost my shoe. Welcome to the Winchester Winches Show with T-Squared. We talk about all things Winchester and Supernatural related. Because we're not trapped out here with you. You're trapped out here with us. Welcome to uh, episode three of the Winchester Winches podcast. I am T. And I'm other T. Yeah, it's her turn this week. (laughs) (laughs) We swap off in case y'all haven't noticed. If this is your first time listening... (laughs) <laughs> we switch all of our off. friends both call us T, so we have to be other T sometimes with certain sets of friends. But collectively, we're T squared. That's right. <laughs> all right. So, um, we are now going to talk about this. This is uh, a big deal because we are now to the Jeremy Carver years, uh, seasons eight through eleven, and sure these are, are these are some of my favorite seasons. Okay, I mean, yeah, everybody loved Kripke, but I didn't start watching it from the beginning. You know, I didn't watch it every episode. I I binge watched and we'll discuss where I started watching it live this episode. But um, so to me, my you know, you know how everybody has a doctor. Everybody has a, you know, which Doctor Who is their favorite? Number 10. Yes, the 10th Doctor is my favorite, too. I love David Tennant. Um, But. Oh, my God. Did you see he's got a new show? Sorry. (laughs) That's another podcast, Dee. That's another podcast. Um, Well, everybody has a doctor. Well, I have a showrunner, you know, for Supernatural, and it's Jeremy Carver. uh, Because that's when I got to real time. You know, when I started watching it in real time, Jeremy Carver was running the ship. So... Well, uh, damn it! Why couldn't you give Sam a better girlfriend? I know, and and uh, Amelia was so meh. I know. I was I was very disappointed with Amelia. You know, I mean, it was more of a deal of you know, it's like Crowley said, your brother, you, you hit a dog, and you know, you you, got, <laughs> you hit a dog, and you got a girlfriend, whatever it was, and you took a trip. But but anyway. Dean got such a good girlfriend. Yeah. Sam Sam got this like bitchy milk toast. I and and it doesn't make any sense to me why they did that either. But I'm sure somebody out there will tell us. Uh, <laughs> but let's let's launch and, off. And uh, our our lovely dear Jared was not happy with that storyline either. So Whoa. oh, he wasn't. I had not heard no. that. No, nope, nope. Well, you know, and I think it, I think it probably would have bothered just you know just knowing what I know about them. I think it would have bothered Jared that Sam didn't look for Dean. You got it. You know. I'm just going to go there and say, because that pissed me off. And I wasn't an actor That's on the show. That's out of character, you jackasses. What are you doing? Yeah, it's totally out of character because it doesn't matter what kind of deal was made. You know, it doesn't matter that they had a deal that they wouldn't look for each other or whatever. That's fucking bullshit. You know, I mean. It did uh, move into a mental health storyline that uh, is near and dear to Jared anyway, but still. Oh, so out of character. Yeah, so out of character because Sam would have looked for Dean. It doesn't matter. Um, so really, 
hot Sam hair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the thing that and the thing about that, Jeremy Carver is the one that wrote that episode where you know, and that's in my season eight notable episodes, episode one. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin. It's directed by Robert Singer, written by Jeremy Carver, and Dean finds out that Sam didn't even look for him while he was in purgatory. And it's just like, what? <laughs> No, it didn't make sense. That was the one mark really against, that was the biggest mark against Jeremy Carver because he, you know, that's a newbie mistake. You know, Jeremy Carver had been along with on this ride, uh, you know, <laughs> this eight seasons. Um, he should know better. Yeah, he should know better. That was a newbie. That was a probie mistake, man. A probie mistake. He should have known better. But anyway, okay. Moving on, uh, episode. But the only good thing is that we have Purgatory Dean, which was badass motherfucking mm-hmm. Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, yeah, boy. Episode five, Blood Brother. Of course, that's another notable episode for me. Uh, and we discussed this off air. Uh, directed uh, by uh, Guy Norman B. It was written by Ben Edlund, uh, and Ben Edlund knocked it out of the park. You know, uh, the the other part of that namesake for Chuck, uh, Ben Edlund, did a whole lot better than Jeremy Carver. Uh, because, you know, you get to see that Dean is capable of friend- friendship-type relationships with other people outside of Sam and Cass uh, with I Benny. Know. I his- loved him. I was a little upset about the, the concert good stuff thing because he's such a good actor. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love Ty Olson. I love... But I, I loved him as be- Benny and uh, him and Dean going on the killing spree with the vamps. That was and awesome. And he was in one of the very old episodes as well. Oh, that's he right. Played, he was. He played a bartender. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sam's adventures in setting up house in that one. You get to see more of what went on with him and Amelia. Um, bleh. Uh, we've already discussed how we feel about that. Uh, episode, yes, yeah, news fest. Uh, episode eight, uh, Hunter Hirochi. Uh, and I probably said that wrong, but the cartoon episode. Yeah, I don't care if I mispronounced it. I'm the one running things here, so uh, <laughs> they should have made it easier to pronounce if they wanted people to say it. Uh, it was directed by uh, Paul A. Edwards, written by Andrew Dabb. Uh, and I just love that whole uh, cartoon logic premise thing. I mean, they they could go, they could do uh, several episodes about that. That would be awesome. That's because um, our guys are really good with comedic timing. Yes, they are. They are. Okay, so then that brings us to my, one of my favorite episodes. It's uh, season eight, episode eleven, uh, LARP and the Real Girl. You know, um, Charlie. Charlie. Because <laughs> I just love Charlie and, anyway. Uh, Dean with a sword. Come on. Yeah, man. and chainmail. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, anyway, I it was like uh, go ahead yeah what, what up <laughs> how <are> you doing <laughs> how you doing uh directed by uh janot i hope i'm saying this right jano schwark i'm not even uh, schwark. schwark okay yeah and, and written by of course my love robbie thompson because oh, i love I robbie he could have he could have written an episode where he made them read the phone book and it still he still would have figured out a way to make it so good. good. Yeah, because I I just love Robbie. Um, but this was a sec- the second appearance by our favorite girl Charlie Bradbury, or in this episode, uh, her uh, alias was Carrie Heimline. Uh, now now that you know, of course, the boys still called her Charlie. But Charlie. anyway, I just love Felicia Day. I just I- love. Her. When she puts that crown on Dean, says, "Yes, come on, yes, that's what we, I, I've got that marked in my notes too. I'm dropping my sword and walking off the stage, <laughs> bitches. Good luck storming the castle." 
Um, I love the whole Belladonna, you know, the porn star. <laughs> you know, the, yeah, and I mean that shows right there that uh, Charlie has little sister material. I mean, you know, <laughs> the porn star when she says she says I'm gonna need the full wiki on where you've been. <laughs> and I'm, I was like, can't she just go to Super Wiki? I mean, like everybody else, can't she? Just, <laughs> can't she just go to Super Wiki? You know, they should. You know, the girls that, that do the wiki, they should just have it. Like, they should be just a thing that they right, have a yeah. drawing that's by Charlie. <laughs> yes, they should have. They should have a, a blog, Charlie's <laughs> blog on Super Wiki. Uh, we're throwing that idea out there. If you take it, we want it. We want credit for it. We give y'all credit when we look up something on Super Wiki. Uh, we want That's credit. Right. Yeah. Um, I think Dean looks really good in chain mail. Yeah. That's a. Uh, yeah. That's some wrong that he can just dress up like that and you'd be like, what? You know, that, that's. Can we that's, be Robin Hood? Can you be Robin Hood? <laughs> <laughs> that, the thing about it is, that's, that's like Jensen's superpower that he can dress up in the stupidest, whatever stupid costume they want to put him in, and he still looks good in it. That's Jensen's superpower. But there was leather pants. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And boots. (laughs) And it was tight. See, you don't know, like, what, you know, Jensen's got little body issues. I don't know why, because he's just... But he does. But then you put him in those kind of clothes, and you're like, hi, hi, what's what's going on? Bow legs make me hot. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um... I love the uh, dual investigation, you know, with Dean and Charlie, and they're finding out facts the old-fashioned way. You know, they're doing the footwork, and they're walking around, and they're asking questions while Sam finds it all out in the tech tent. Yep. You know, so I and it, it's just that dual thing that they show us there. And um, <laughs> the the whole, uh, when when Charlie Bradbury gets in the, the when Charlie gets in there with the t- uh, fairy, and she's like, I'm Charlie Bradbury, and I'm here to rescue you. Great Star Wars reference with that. <laughs> Um, the d- but I have one little eh, tiny eh, little issue with it, and I want to know why during the fight with the fairy, right? Because the fairy is helping dude kick their asses. Okay, why didn't somebody dump out sugar or salt and say, "Can you count this for me"? <laughs> why? <laughs> because they forget callbacks sometimes. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's when we get mad at the writers because they're like, "Dude, don't you know everything?" And they're like, "Dude, we've done a million." Like you're not supposed to forget shit. We don't forget shit. Right. Yeah, we we don't we we don't forget shit. I mean, I'm having to watch this and take notes, but that's just because I'm but recording you know a show. What they need to do what they truly need to do is have an actual fan like in the background. Going, uh, yeah, y'all can't do that. that knows because, everything. Yeah, you need you need the super wiki lady there. You do. You need her on the set to say. Um, yeah, y'all can't do that because in episode whatever, you did this, you know? You jackass, don't do that. Right. I love Dean's Braveheart speech and, you know, Charlie saying, is he? And Sam's like, it's the only one he knows. You know, both both boys are dealing with loss in this one, though. You know, because Dean lost Benny and Sam lost Amelia because he he gave her up or whatever. And they're but they're both dealing with it in in very different ways. You know, Dean is trying to have fun uh, to kind of, you know, take his mind off of it. And Sam is just being all what I call pissy. Uh, Sam's got his whoa puppy dog thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's like, leave me alone. I want to be sad. Um (laughs) But but here's the thing though I think that that is not more I, I think that's more about 
uh, him be- feeling guilty for not trying to find, not to, trying to save Dean from purgatory, than it is about Amelia. Because that is just him feeling guilty. Because yeah, because that guilt shapes things that Sam does, you know, for seasons to come. You know, Demon Dean, anyone? Um, (laughs) The and at the end, and and then you know the trials and the whole bit. So yeah, exactly. And 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 I've watched this episode. I don't know how many times. I don't know how many times I've watched this episode, and I've always missed this little part at the end. I mean, the announcer, you know, that does the whole speech about the Queen of Moons and her army, one that, you know, blah, blah. He says, I missed that part about fighting and winning for the Queen of Moons. So I missed that they won that day. So technically, Charlie's still, you know, the forever queen. She wears the forever crown. She's the queen of moons. <laughs> and I had forgotten that. I, I missed that or forgot it or, or something because I caught it this time and was like, oh, she won. You know, because they end it before, you know, they, they cut it before Jensen falls. You see the blooper reel, Jensen fell. So they cut oh it God, right before. That was the yeah. best. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, okay. <laughs> And then my second favorite, because I couldn't pick just one, um, was episode 12. That was my second favorite, As Time Goes By. Um, Papa Winchester. Yes, because I love Gil McKinney. I love him. Um, Ah, You just love his voice, you hussy. Yeah, but... (laughs) um but and i loved him as eric (laughs) on once upon a time he was eric and um anyway um back when i was still watching once upon a time yeah (laughs) that's a whole nother (laughs) podcast a whole other podcast um but as time goes by of course is a song from casablanca um the movie i happen to have a movie post a casablanca movie poster hanging in my bedroom just so you know so you know um and uh the music box that is in the opening with uh henry and what we find out later is little john winchester uh plays that song as time goes by uh the episode was directed by uh serge and i cannot say serge's last name to save my life latticeur Lata, okay, we're just going to call him Serge from now on. Well, it's just always Serge. Yeah. Uh, written by Adam Glass. Um, and, and you know, this was the episode where we learned about the bunker. We didn't we didn't actually get the bunker until the next episode, but, but we learned there was one, you know, and they were, at the end of this episode, they were headed off with the key and the coordinates to go and find it, uh, as, as Dean put it, the Batcave. Um, we got a new big bad in this episode. Uh, we got Abaddon, and I just love Elena Huffman. We had that discussion, too. Uh, Abaddon's my favorite villain. Oh, yeah. A- by, hands down, Abaddon. I love Abaddon. Her whole Devil Made Me Do It t-shirt, the whole, her sass you know, she she was as good at the sass and the, you know, one liners and the, the you know, she was as good at that as Crowley, as Mark Shepard is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I just I really loved Abaddon. She just always delivered it just a little different, which is why she was awesome. Uh, we found out about the men of letters in that episode. Um, and, and Grandpa Henry told us. Uh, as long and this was something that it, it, it you know uh, it, it just kind of uh, uh, as long as the Winchesters are alive there's hope yeah. and he showed us that sacrifice goes way back in the Winchester family tree um, because he was he sacrificed himself for his grandsons which by the way Grandpa Campbell could learn from no just saying 
you know. But, and it kills me because, you know, their dad, uh, John, thought he abandoned them, and he, he didn't. Right, right. All his life. And it's sad that John doesn't know that, you know, that that, that that's mm-hmm. not what happened. Uh, and it's hard to believe, you know, because he tells the story. Um, Grandpa Henry tells the story about why that song is familiar, you know, that that he took John to see a movie and it scared him. And so he had trouble sleeping. So he got that music box. And it's hard to believe, uh, you know, Sam says this and it's true. Huh? That John was ever afraid yeah, of anything? Yeah, that John was ever afraid of anything. You know, the John Winchester we know <laughs> would not have been afraid of a movie, you know. Um, and Dean defends John through that whole episode, make, you know, making the same points that I've made, uh, you know, in past episodes of the of the podcast, you know, that I've made that, that John did the best he could with what he had. And there's this whole core part of the fandom that hates John Winchester, but... You know, when you look at it, he sold his soul to save his son. I mean, it doesn't get any more paternal than that. No. I I had issues with John. Everybody has issues with John. But Yeah. Uh, hello, if you actually look at the track record of our poor boys, you'd have a lot of issues with everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, and we learned about, this This one was the one that got me. We learned about the demon's trap uh, carved into a bullet trick. Uh, that the, that, you know, and the boys use that in so later good. episodes, which is one of those deals where you go, yay, they kept that thread going instead of like with the sugar and the salt in the last episode and fairies, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was an awesome way to like trap Abaddon, though. That was yeah, it was. Things. It was. And 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 the fact that they use the, that later, like I said, that that's yeah, that's one of the things that I like. And they learned it from their grandpa. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that, and you know, well, because you know, in the next episode, when actually uh, Sam actually sees the bunker, you know, he's got the boy boner for that. It's all those books, mm-hmm. all that knowledge, all that stuff that makes him go crazy. Like, no, he's he's, our, he's a bookworm. He's yeah, he's just like, oh god, more books, <laughs> more books. Oh god, more books. Um, and and okay, so now we'll move on to uh, in the notable episodes category uh, because the next episode, episode thirteen, falls in the notable category uh, with everybody hates Hitler because it was directed by Phil Sagricia. It was written by Ben Edlund. Oh, and, we miss you, Ben. Um, yeah, for real. <gasps> um, we get Aaron Bass and the Gollum in that episode, and I love Adam Aaron Rose. Rose. I just Aaron love Adam Rose. Rose. I follow him on Twitter. He follows me. Uh, and he says some stuff. I mean, he's he's just a great guy. Uh, he's and DeSantis, the the golem. Holy Jesus! Oh yeah, I love the golem. Dude. Big, big dude. <laughs> um, and you know what? I just want to point out to everybody that loves the whole I killed Hitler thing. If it wasn't for this episode, we wouldn't have got that. <laughs> and in, and that's the episode where we actually get the bunker, or as Dean calls it, the Batcave. The Batcave. Um, and then moving on to uh, episode 17, uh, Goodbye Stranger is another one that I liked. Uh, it's a notable uh, episode directed by uh, Thomas J. Wright. It's written by Robbie Thompson. I love Robbie. Oh, my God. Also, uh, I miss you, Robbie. Yeah, I would marry Robbie. I totally would marry Robbie if he'd have me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Meg sacrifices herself in this one to save the boys and Cass, her unicorn. Oh, um, and I, you know, I I liked Meg. I, I did. And, and Rachel Minor. I love amazing. her. Yeah, I love Rachel. And um, and they would have kept her, but she yeah. she was really sick at the time, so she couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's still, obviously, that's not one thing that goes away, but 
<clears throat> she's actually doing the circuit again. So it was really nice to see her. And and Rachel said in an interview or at a con or something, she said that that whole scene where Cass grabbed Meg and pushes her against the wall and kisses her and says, I got that, you know, I learned that from the pizza guy. The pizza guy. <laughs> um, the reason that, that Misha did that and grabbed her because she was about to fall and that Misha grabbed her and put her against the wall and then they just turned it into part of the scene. That it, that it, uh. that that he knew she he saw she was fixing to fall, so he grabbed her. Ra- yeah. Rachel the actress, or Rachel the actress, yeah, and and so that just got turned into part of the scene when he grabbed nice. her, and yeah. Anyway, and that's when they find the angel tablet, you know, because we already had the Leviathan tablet and the demon tablet, and now they have the angel tablet. So that started a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> that it was a thing, um, and then and then we got Naomi too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bitch Naomi. Although I love Amanda. I tapping. love Amanda Tapping. I so do. I love her. I love that show. Oh yeah, SG One Stargate SG One is like oh my god. It was one of my favorites, and I've got like but the I, DVDs I loved and the stuff. The other one that she did too, um, Sanctuary. It was really good. Oh, I I don't guess I've watched that one. Hmm, I'll oh, have to. I would advise that if you can find it to stream because it's over now. But oh my god, one of the so one of the things that I I fell in love with her in watching bloopers from SG One because there's that the scene where her and um, Richard Dean Anderson uh, Richard Dean Anderson are stuck in the ice cave and she's you know he, there's something wrong with him and she's digging her way out and in the blooper she's like I'm in a freaking ice cave with MacGyver. <laughs> And I'm the one having to save us. Yeah. <laughs> that was in the bloopers. And I was just like, okay, she's my new hero. Um, okay, so moving on. We, we got off topic there. Moving on. Episode uh, 20. Off topic? Come on. <laughs> we wouldn't do that. No. Um, episode 20, Pac-Man Fever. No, 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 that, no, no, that's no, another no. notable. Huh? My favorite is Taxi Driver. Both. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Yes, we skipped one. Episode 19, your favorite. Uh, and see, it's in my list, but I reversed them and have 20 and then 19. Uh, because when I was scrolling, looking at my, the episodes, I was like, uh, I missed Taxi Driver and had to go back and was like, oh, yeah. So I put it in after 20. So that's why. But yeah, Taxi Driver is uh, Other T's favorite. One is her favorite episode from the season. Um, so and, good, and and it's uh, and and the the funny thing is is she's she's steady looking for stuff so because I can hear it clicking in the background so I'll just tell you it's directed by Guy Norman B. It was written by uh, Buck Lemming. I know. Um, it was written by <laughs> Eugenie Ross. I actually, like a, a Lemming. <laughs> yeah, it's a Eugenie Ross Lemming and Brad Buckner written by and and that's that leads us to our off topic topic. <laughs> that I will get to in a second. Uh, but tell us why it's your favorite episode other than we get Bobby back. Oh, come on. That's the number one. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got in all caps, Bobby! Exclamation marks. <laughs> that's what I've got on my yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, the Benny sacrifice, which was heart-wrenching that uh, Dean lost his bestie. And, and you know what? <laughs> that's what leads us to our off-topic topic. <laughs> because I hate, I mean, I literally hate Buck Lemming. 
and that's what there's a big portion of the Twitterverse that that's what they call him is Buck Lemming, but it's Eugenia Ross Lemming and Brad Buckner. And I mean, they have written a metric shit ton of episodes uh, for Supernatural. And a lot of them are notable episodes. But you know what? They're the ones that killed Benny. They're the ones that killed Kevin. They're the ones that killed Charlie. And that's just the top three. I mean, I could go on. I mean, I sincerely, 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 as much as I love Robbie Thompson, I hate Buck Lemming. So, yeah, I'm sure I'll get nasty emails over that. I don't care. (laughs) Email us at winchesterwinches at gmail.com if you disagree with me. That's okay. Or you can uh, you can tw- you can find we us on Twitter. Care. You can you can argue. I'll argue with you on Twitter. Uh. <laughs> right? Oh but goodness! It's so good, and they even have really good graphics when when uh, Bobby does get to go to heaven. And of course, Bobby being Bobby is like, dude, you better arrest me from heaven because I can't stay up there. <laughs> yeah. And and that's our our one Jim Beaver episode a season because you know Jim Beaver is in at least one episode of every season of Supernatural and that was our one episode uh, for Bobby that season. Oh, so, so good. Um, and then moving on, since you don't have anything other than Bobby and the graphics. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, no, you won't let me talk. <laughs> oh well, then go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there's so much in that episode. There's you know we've got Kevin. And then we've got the Crowley thing, and Crowley's a badass throughout the whole episode, scares the fuck out of Kevin. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in that taxi uh, taxi driver, right? That's the name of it, yeah. Taxi driver. Oh, yeah. The the taxi driver guy. Yep. You know, (laughs) and in the bloopers, you know, that's a great scene where Sam looks, you know, Jared looks at Jensen and says, he hasn't watched the show. When, when, you know, Dean's line is, uh, you know, don't you know who we are or you know who we are or, you know, he's surprised that the guy knows who they are. And Jer- and Jared looks at him. He's like, he's watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I, that's yeah. yeah, that that's that is a good episode. It really is. And, you know, we got the Naomi versus Crowley, which, you know, what pissed me off that they ever told us how Crowley knew her. Yes, because they always hinted at that, but they never came out. You know, I mean, at one point, story. At one point, they even hinted that there was some kind of hanky panky going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Crowley's got those couple extra inches now. Maybe no one was all. I was gonna say the same thing. It's that three extra inches, man. It made all the difference in the world. Oh God! But yeah, Naomi's trying to you know sidle up to Dean like she's a good guy. Yeah, she's not a good guy. No, no, not 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 a good guy. And and, and the, you know, and the Dean, thing is, Spidey senses are like no. The thing is, she totally no. picked the wrong brother. Mm-hmm. You, you know because. Of the two, Sam would have been more likely to buy the good. You know, because Sam's the one that wants to believe. Sam's the one that wants to, you know, have faith and hope that angels are good. You know, he he knows that most of them are dicks. Don't get me wrong. But he wants to believe that there's at least one more like Cass, you know. Uh, so she chose the wrong brother because Dean is like, no, you're a dick. You know, you're you're no, <laughs> you know, she chose the wrong brother to try and sucker is all I'm saying. She sure did, but man, you know, sometimes uh, when it comes to the graphics on Supernatural, uh, sometimes they're amazing. Sometimes you're like, eh, eh, 
Yeah. Allowed to have the good budget for that one. Okay. We'll give you a pass. <laughs> uh, but that was awesome. And it was a really good send-off for Bobby, even though we didn't want to, because, you know. And Bobby. he didn't stay. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> now we'll move on. Because, yeah. Okay, so episode 20, Pac-Man Fever, another notable episode. Not a favorite, but a notable. Uh, I mean, it, it is one of those that makes the rewatch list. Uh, directed by Robert Singer and written by <laughs> Robbie Thompson. Uh, love of my life. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Charlie's back. I love the montage. Uh, and, and we find out that Charlie's been hunting. Um, and uh, we find out about her mom. So we get, you know, we get Charlie's backstory in that one. So... Um, and then moving on to, because we, we need to wrap this one, this season up. We've still got three more to go. Um, <laughs> episode 23. But we, got, we got 21, though, because we got Metatron. Uh, episode, uh, oh, oh, so, yeah, episode 21 is where we got Metatron. And mm-hmm. I love Curtis. I love him. Curtis Armstrong yeah, is awesome. He makes you hate him right away, man. But to me, he will always be Booger. He's gonna be bigger forever. Yeah, forever. He's, he's made his peace with that. Um, and yeah, in fact, I think his his Twitter handle says something about booger. But anyway, um, episode twenty three, uh, sacrifice, directed by oh. Phil Sagrisha oh. and written by Jeremy Carver. That's when the angels fall. Dude, Sagrisha is. I think he is our Chuck dude because yeah. his the what <laughs> what he can do for film is just I can't even. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and he's a good writer too. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so amazing. And, but but that if whole if we never lose him, there would be mourning across the land. That whole that whole deal with um, Sam in the church and, Ugh, and the scene so with with him and Dean, you know. And you know what? I confess back there that I was afraid of letting you down, you know. And and that is just everybody has seen that graphic that meme with the hand sm- with the one finger smushing the person and the hand labeled supernatural and the person labeled me yeah <laughs> you, you know that's what they do so well they do that to us so well and jeremy carver wrote that episode so you know he knows how to do it he knows how and to that do it to was us. one of mark singer's best episodes mark singer didn't have it wrong yet mark crowley it's it's mark shepherd yeah Huh. Oh yeah. Uh, well, there's an actor named Mark Singer, um, but anyway, yeah, Mark, Mark <laughs> yeah. Shepard. That scene, no, and Mark him, <laughs> you know, and him going on that rant about Band of Brothers and HBO, and he's like, you know, and all those, <laughs> all those motels. You never turned on a TV. You never had cable. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that that episode is awesome, and yeah, okay. So anyway, uh, moving on. Now we're going to move on to season four. <laughs> uh, season four, season nine. Well, uh, well, that that that's the the that's where the angels fall, right? That's yeah, season. Thing. Yeah, episode. Yeah, I said that that, that episode twenty three is where the angels fall, um, and that creates a whole new problem for season nine that the angels Ta-da. have fallen. <laughs> Ta da! Um, and, oh my god! And and you know when you do the the notable episodes, of course, you know for season nine you have to you have to talk about episode one. Uh, I think I'm gonna like it here. Directed by John F. Showalter, it's written by Jeremy Carver, uh, where Dean once again is making a deal to save Sammy. Um, and it's one of those deals that Sammy's not gonna like. Uh, the only difference is this time it was with an angel instead of a demon. Um, and that's that's a that's just a notable episode. Uh, now, episode two of that season is your it's one of your favorites favorite. episodes of of the season. So, go ahead, I'll let you have it. Well, we've got the torture of Crowley, 
And well, then we've got Abaddon, which is glorious, which has way too much sexual overtones with Dean, which is delicious. <laughs> and, and another uh, reason to love Elena Huffman. Oh, uh, Elena. She's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's badass, man. I but now, you, you didn't say, it, the name of the episode is Devil May Care. Devil May Care. Um, it's it's two, directed Elena's by... back. It's directed by Guy Norman B. Yep. Guy Norman B. And Andrew Dabb. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Andrew Dabb. It's so good. I mean, that... I mean, for those of you that aren't, like, up on the uh, names of the episodes, this is the one where, you know, Abaddon puts freaking Dean on his knees. And... Yeah. Is pulling his hair. <laughs> just some, some wrong. <laughs> you, wrong. And you, you know, the, there's some badass Dean in this episode, though, when he flings around that freaking angel blade. Oh, sweet baby Ray. I think I have that gif reposted on my Tumblr like 900 times. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and they, they censor our boys because we know what Dean would have said there. When she's got a handful of his hair, you know, it's, are we going to fuck or what? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Are we going to fuck or what? That's the line that should have been there. Uh, You know, I'm just giving you a heads up, Andrew Dabb. That should have been the line, but the censors would have really, yeah. I know. If we ever went on Netflix, you know, CW, stupid, decided they didn't want them anymore. Dude, can you imagine what we would get? I mean. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Oh my god! I'm not, I'm not oh my god! Dudes, because you know we're never gonna get the naked guys, no matter what. But, well, no, no. But we would get actual swearing, and we would get some serious blood. I'm serious. We would be like the censors would be like, beep, 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 beep. Well, and it'd be it'd be like it'd be like that episode with the ghost tra- uh, facers that we were, were talking about a couple of uh, episodes ago or on the podcast. Yeah, you know, if there'd be no bleeping, yeah, there there wouldn't be any bleeping. You know, mm-hmm. but they bleeped Sam and Dean on that one, and it's like, yeah, that's what they really saw. And you know, they they cleaned it up for TV. <laughs> that's right. Okay, but, you know, there's a lot of good stuff, and then we of course we get to see uh, Gadrilla with his uh, his busted wings, which and that's the that's the first time we see the busted wings, right mm-hmm. on an angel that's yeah that's yeah we didn't we didn't know how exactly why they couldn't fly and do all their things and you get that so good yeah that's that that is an awesome visual and of course jared you know hi hi (laughs) (laughs) yeah when he gets that that extra like puffed up chest that he does when he's good drill it's just like whoa hi what yeah dude What's going on? How, yeah, how you that's doing? That's, uh, Sam, that's, that's the Sam Curious that's in me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's such a good episode. You know, Abaddon's badass and, you know, she how was forever one of my favorite yeah. villains. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm still on Sam and, yeah, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> what up? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on. Uh, one of my favorite episodes, because, uh, I again, I had to pick two, uh, is episode four, Slumber Party. Uh, no, directed Charlie, by no way. yeah yeah directed by Robert Singer and written by it's more that it was written by Robbie Thompson I think it's not so much uh, Charlie as Robbie but well Robbie writes every one of Charlie's episodes except, except where they killed her and <laughs> uh, when well was that was that was that after Robbie already left because he left to do that other move that other show right yeah Robbie? I think it was after Robbie left but no 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 because Robbie wrote. Uh, don't call me Shirley. Uh, I think. Huh. 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he wrote Don't Call Me Shirley, which was, you know, as we all know, it was in season 11. So, yeah, Robbie was still there at, at when they killed her, but... He's probably uh, outvoted and probably yeah. having a fit in the back like the rest of us. Robbie gave her to us, and they took her away. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I love the the Oz thing, though. That's what we. This is where we get the whole Oz storyline. Um, I love you know those two guys at the beginning, and they're like, I, you know, I love that Frank's kid is Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. They call him Frank, you know, Frank's kid, um, and that L. Frank Baum is or was, uh, I should say, a man of letters. So good. And the bunker um, full of all those goddamn cars too. Hello. Yeah. And, and and you know, that was something else that got me because the boys didn't know that shit was there. Because they <laughs> did they hadn't been parking baby. And I'm like, dude, when you walked in that place you didn't explore because hello, I, I would have been like I'd have been so, labyrinth. You know, I think they didn't think just they haven't found everything yet. Yeah, I mean I would be, you know, kicking the tires, I'd be checking shit out. I'd be like, oh, here's the kitchen. Uh, where's the bathroom? Okay, there's the bathroom. All right, now let's start looking around. Let's see what, you know. Well, let's... Yeah. Sam tripped over the library and he never left. Yeah, that's what happened. You're, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and Dean tripped over the kitchen, you know. he If he had kept got looking. His own bedroom. That was so cute. Yeah, and, uh, you know, had he kept looking, he would have found all those kick-ass motorcycles and old cars in the garage. And they um, still don't use it. Ah. No. Well, yes, they do. Yes, they do. That's where they keep Baby now. Baby's not parked out on the street anymore. Well, I know, but like they don't use any of the other cars. Of course. Oh, they. no. Well, psh, no, because they've got Baby. <laughs> they don't need anything else. Um, but anyway, um, but I noticed that one of those uh, first, the men of letters in the opening, you know, one of those guys played Gideon on Charmed. And ah. he was he was the bad guy on Charmed that tried to kill Wyatt, which was uh, Piper's son. But anyway, that's you know, a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs> I could do a, I could do a podcast on Charmed too. I'm just saying. Um, and and we find out that Becky uploaded the quote unpublished works. Oh my gosh, of so Chuck, uh, the supernatural books, uh, and Sam's discomfort. And Sam's like, can't you get that down? She's like, dude. It's on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but Sam's discomfort when Charlie asks about it is kind of cute and funny. You know, when he says something about, when she says Becky Winchester and the and whatever numbers are her screen name, and she's the one that uploaded them, and she's like, ring any bells? And he's like, no, no bells. No bells. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> Isn't that the episode that you get the, the crazy tablet that Charlie made? Yeah, I thought that was pretty damn cool. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you know, Sam's like, can I have it? And she's like, slap it up. Nope. Oh no no no! That is way back. That's uh, in uh, Pac Man Fever when we find out she's been hunting. Uh, That's yeah, episode twenty of season eight is when when he's got she's got all those uh, monsters and she's got them marked off for yeah. That's that's that one. But this is where she. She also taps it in Slumber Party. She taps into yeah, the, yeah. The, she uses it and uh, she to get into that the old nineteen fifties computer that's in the bunker. But um, yeah. and and Such Sam that. You know, at the beginning of this episode, Sam doesn't see the bunker as home, but Dean, no, you know, but Dean does, you know, Sam is, it's, it's, it's where we work. And Dean's like, what's the difference? You know, it's not where we live. It's where we work. What's the difference? Um, and, and, you know, Dean's trying to keep Charlie safe. That is so cute. Uh, when he's trying to send her to the dungeon, <laughs> you know, to keep her safe. Uh, and then she gets killed saving him, which is not allowed you know, Dean is supposed to be the one that's supposed to save everybody else, so that is not allowed. That does not sit well with him. No. You, you know, Sam comes running in. He's like, Zeke. And so when Sam steps in the door, he's Zeke. 
um, and they argue, and and Zeke's like, you know, I can either help with the witch, which is a very powerful being, or I can save her, but I can't do both. And Dean's like, save her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then she wakes up and she's like, Merry Christmas. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, at the end, that's when she goes to Oz with Dorothy. Um, you know, and I love that's another one of those music cues that I love. Now, now, mind you, it's not my top 10. It's not in my top 10, but it is one of my favorites with the for those about to rock from ACDC as they're walking off into Oz. That's, you know, we, for those about to rock, we salute you. Um, but anyway. OK, and then moving on, um, notable episode. Of course, I love this one. And it's a it's a toss up. You know, it, when I do a re- rewatch, I absolutely watch it. Uh, and, and I had a hard time not putting it in one of my faves. But Dog Dean Afternoon, episode five, uh, directed by Tim Andrew. It's written by Eric Carmelo and Nicole um, Schuyler or Schneider. I'm sorry. Um, Jensen's great as a dog. I mean, he pulls that off. It's very believable. Only Jensen could pull that off, yeah. I'm telling you, man. And uh, the argument with the pigeon, <laughs> you know, about shitting on babies. You cannot shoot a pudgy pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then uh, the next notable, so to speak, is my fa- another f- one of my favorites. It's episode eight, uh, Rock in a Hard Place. It's directed by John McCarthy. It's written by Jenny Klein. And we know that this was written by a woman. I did not even have to look to know it was written by a woman. Because I'm just going to kick it off with this. Dean's sex speech in this. Oh my fucking god! OMFG! I no, thought every girl in that room was gonna die. I know. And when he says, "Right," <laughs> the whole—I mean, fangirls everywhere exploded. No, I mean the fandom just I went. Think oh. if, you look, if you look that up on YouTube, it's probably one of the highest watched YouTube. Oh, I'm sure it is. But his whole speech is, oh my god. Anyway, yeah, um, that speech. They have that speech like on YouTube, and it's wrong. We also had Bad Boys right before then, which was mm. when you get the Dean's backstory with the, the home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So uh, in this episode, you know, Dean says, um, I'm, to, when, when because we get Jody again in this one, and Dean, you know, mm. right off the bat, when they get to where Jody is, Dean's like, I hope you're laying off the blind dates because, of course, the, you know, previous yeah, time they saw her was Crowley tried to kill her. Um, I hope you, uh, you're you laying off the blind dates. And Jody says, yeah, you bite your tongue, boy. You know, and it's just like that. that's where, you know, remember I said I loved Missouri because of the whole you put my feet on the coffee table, I'll whack you with a spoon. You know, mm-hmm. I love I that that this is why I love Jody because she doesn't stop. You know, she doesn't stop at that line. She goes ahead and crosses it and puts them in their place. You know, and she's That's like, right. "You bite your tongue, boy." Um, I know Bonnie, the bad guy that turned out to be the goddess Vesta, was creepy from the jump. I knew that she was the one. I just knew it. You know, and I was just like chastity group Dean and Sam in a chastity group. Really. <laughs> He was the smile. He's like, I get to be a virgin again. Yeah, and you know when she says, "Congratulations, Sam and Dean Winchester, you are both virgins." And I, 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 how many fans choked on that one? I mean, seriously, (laughs) I want to know how many went. "Uh, Okay, (laughs) right. And um, actually, the girl in that is uh, is my girl from the librarians. Yes, she is. I love. Yeah, I love the librarians, and yeah, Mm, yeah. Such a good show. Gone too soon. Another. 
Um, <laughs> and Sam to Jody says, because uh, I love this because they're talking about the dragon. He says, okay, well, then it's not a dragon. And she's like, dragons? Is that a thing? <laughs> you know? And Sam says, too many things are things. <laughs> too many things are things. The 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 whole chastity group thing, you know, and the the part that they're doing the cookies and stuff afterwards, and everybody's mingling and everything, and Sam's Sam is actually doing the research and the job, and Dean's trying to hook up with oh, the chastity Dean coach. Just hook up with the hot blonde. Yeah, you know, and start. it's if it, you know, and and my deal was if anybody can make it with the chastity coach, it's Dean, and he's oh. just cocky enough to believe it. You know, and That's yes, the, I, the pun was intended. All the things. The pun was, was intended. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, <clears throat> this is this is the start of when we don't get to see Naked Dean anymore, because we get him like a super making out with this hot chick, and mm. he's got all of his clothes on. Mm. All of them. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. But you get that whole like super hot kiss. I mean, I swear to God, Jesse could kiss tree bark, and it would be the hottest thing. <laughs> Life. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, oh, and there was a little a little thing on that episode. The girl that played the the, the blonde, mm-hmm. she told Jensen no tongue. Oh, really? She, she goes right to him, no tongue. And then he's like, dude, she stuck her tongue in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she got lost in the kiss. <laughs> that's awesome. That's funny. And that's funny because he said that at a con. Oh, well, who wouldn't get lost in a kiss kissing him? I mean, seriously, come on. Yeah, because she was like so adamant, you know, you know, just, just stage kiss. And he's like, all right. No like, problem. I, you know, you know, he's still he's still arrogant enough and cocky enough about it to go. No problem. I can still make that shit look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, oh, he, you know, he's just an ex soap star. He knows how to do it all. Yeah, he can do it. Yeah. That uh, kiss. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then picking her up and him picking her up and him picking her up and I could say that over and over again, him picking her up and, <laughs> oh my God. um, anyway, Sam, <laughs> let, let, oh God. Okay. We're going to move on. I slapped myself. We're moving on. Now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Objectification warning. Where was that this time? <laughs> I um, forgot about it. Yeah. Sam asking Jody, did you get born again? And Jody in that, oh, you're so cute kind of way says, oh, Sam, I don't make promises I can't keep. <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, if you didn't love Jody by then, it's like you did now. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, and Dean fangirling, you know, Dean fangirling over the porn star. That's great. Oh, that was the best. Because he could not put his finger on why he knew her. Right, like, right. Oh, and then oh, when he oh, finds oh, the Casa oh, Erotica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when, the, when the goddess takes him and dumps him, you know, kidnaps Wait, him. Was that a callback to Casa Erotica? Yeah, yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's a Casa Erotica on the DVD. Yeah. Um, and then when when the uh, goddess gets him and throws him in with the other victims, and Dean's like, "Where are we?" and the other guy says, "Hell," and I was like, "Nah, Dean's been there. He knows what that looks like." Um, the the chick that Jody punches, and she she's like, "What the fudge, lady?" and Jody's like, "Wipe your nose, dear." Um, <laughs> I'm like, Jody is such a badass. I love Jody. Um, and, and something that I did not catch, okay, I'm, I don't know how many times I've watched this episode, um, the first probably 30 times was strictly for science with the whole Dean speech, 
um, strictly for science. Um, science. Uh, yeah. Um, but but the other however many times I watched it all the way through, um, I never noticed. I never caught this. OK. But this was the goddess Vesta, the Roman goddess Vesta, virgins. Hello, Vestal virgins. No. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. How did I not catch that sooner? <laughs> um, Dean, when he finally gets out, you know, after after um, Jody and Sam have kicked Vesta's ass. Because Jenny Klein wrote it. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, Dean gets out of the hole and he's like, what did I miss? Um, <laughs> and then at the very end, Jody says, I'd tell you boys to stay out of trouble. But what's the point? <laughs> Yeah. So she I mean, wrote is the best. She's the best addition to this. Oh, I know. I love her. Series. And and I think you know it's funny because when we started this, we were like, oh, if we could get a guest, you know, if we could get uh, any of the actors or actresses on the sh- on, on the podcast, that would be awesome. And and you know, most people would go, oh, I bet they want to get Jensen. I bet they want to get Jensen. You know what? I would rather have Jody. I would rather uh, have Kim. Able to talk to Jensen, I would be a hot mess. I know, you know but I would do. rather have Kim and Brianna on this show yes! than than anybody else. I mean, seriously, if I was going to get to interview, hilarious. huh? That would be hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kim and Brianna, that's our dream guests. That's who we want mm-hmm. so bad. I mean, now, don't get me wrong. I would love to have Adam Rose or Chad Lindbergh or, you know, uh, any of them. I, I, would, I would love to have any of them. But my dream guest, my dream, you know, is is Kim and Brianna. I, I would love to have Jim Michaels because, oh, the stories he could tell. Right. You know, and, and, and Misha. Oh, you know what? I would love to have Cliff. I would love to have Cliff on the show. Oh, their bodyguard? Yeah, Yeah, Jared and Jensen's bodyguard, because Cliff Cliff would have some stories to tell. I bet he could tell us some con stories that would just, you know, blow us away. Uh, You know, I would love to have these people on the show, but my dream guests are Kim and Brianna. You know, I would just love, yeah, I would love to have them on the show. So I'm just throwing that out there. come on and talk about your new album? We'll even talk about your album. That's right. And I'm, hey, you know what? I am a radio station DJ, Kim. Uh, Brianna, you know, uh, Brianna, you got uh, an album you want to promote. Hey, you know, come on the show. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So anyway, uh, moving on from there. So the notable episode after, of course, that (laughs) uh, is because that was what what, I forget what number that was. That was eight. Okay. Eight, and we got to go yeah. to nine. Yeah, Holy nine. Terror. Holy Terror. Yeah, another another notable one directed by Thomas J. Wright. It was written by Oh My God, Buck Lemming. Mm. Um, yeah, but there's a big reveal there. Huh? Yeah, yeah. That's when we find out that Zeke is Gadriel, and the, the Gadriel was the angel that let the snake into the garden. Ooh, shame, shame on you. Um, and that's, that's the episode. And that's the episode where Buck Lemming kills Kevin. Oh. And, you know, I, I hate to sound like South Park. You know, you killed Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And <clears throat> the other podcast that I listen to, uh, <laughs> The Boys, whenever yeah. they talk about Kevin, then all you hear is the uh, Home Alone. 
<laughs> See, I love them though. The Supernatural Crossroads. I love those guys. Yes. I'm going to I mean, every opportunity we have, we're going to give them a shout out because I love listening to their podcast. Mike and uh, Thomas, you're the reason why we're doing this podcast because we love Yeah, yeah, because we love you so much and we were like, "You know what? They just don't objectify the boys enough. So we need our own podcast where we can do that." Uh That's right. <laughs> We, um, we can't help it. We're going to we're gonna do it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, moving on. This is one. The next one in the notables list is actually one of your favorites. Episode 11, Firstborn, uh, directed oh, by geez. John Badham, written by Robbie Thompson. Robbie uh, I love Thompson. Robbie. I love Robbie. Um, and that's where we get the mark of Cain. Oh, my God. We get our firstborn, which is the best episode of season nine, as far as I'm concerned. I know there's some really awesome episodes in season nine, but dude, dude, <laughs> dude, I, I love Tim. <laughs> Tim Osmondson. Oh, yeah. Is the most amazing. I love <laughs> him. I love him. Oh, my God. He could just sit there. He says nothing. And you're just like, <sighs> Yeah. He's so awesome. Uh, and um, Dean, the fight scene. Oh, yeah. And he's like, are you? Oh. I love that. I love that Kane is just sitting at the table. Just it, watching it. Yeah. Just, as a just, person, he's like, dude, I have never seen anybody work so hard as Jensen Ackles <laughs> because it was like a 10 hour something crazy, like fight scene, all the choreography. Oh, oh my God. He was so badass in that entire episode and then when he goes and he gets his hand to get this the the mark what's he say let's dance i'm like ah, oh! yeah <laughs> oh my god it's so good <sighs> and has some of the best bloopers too because uh mark shepherd has like a bee that won't leave him alone because oh yeah kane is a beekeeper <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh gosh! But you know what? We get to see a whole lot of B A M F Dean in that one. We really do. Oh my god, it's so good! And you know, we get a little bit of taste of Kane. But, oh yeah. You know, we get we get the we get we get the full story later. It's just like oh my god. So oh yeah. He's only in a couple episodes, but I mean, he makes such a hat mark. He makes such a mark on the entire season and the entire and show. And that pun was intended too with the mark. <laughs> Uh, I know um, you so well. I know that. <laughs> I'm not punny. I always talk about. What you're talking about? Yeah. But but really, when he just sits at that table watching Dean kick that guy's ass and throw him on the table and stab him right in front of him, and he's just like, and dead he doesn't like, seem at all impressed. Oh my god, so good though. Yeah, I mean, he's just like, okay, you know. He's like, I see myself in you. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And then there's a couple of fan girls that wanted to see a different thing there. But yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, so are we moving on now? Are you done? Um, yeah, I'm done. It's so good. Though. I know. So good. Okay, so uh, episode 13, The Purge, uh, directed by uh, Phil Sagrisha. Fish tacos. Yeah, fish tacos. <laughs> uh, written by Eric Carmelo and Nicole uh, Snyder. And we get Sleeveless Sammy. <laughs> And we meet Sheriff Dunn. That's right. That's where we meet Brianna. Oh, we love her. Oh. Um, and Oh, my God. That was so good, though. Not seen. <laughs> I love the bloopers for that. I love the bloopers for that with the whole donut oh, scene. Oh, all he wanted to do was make her break. Yeah. <laughs> you. Oh, you betcha. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> so good. Brianna uh, is also a very good uh 
addition to the show. Oh, yeah. And of course, all of our really good additions are women. Huh, shocker. Uh, yeah, big surprise there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's sarcasm. I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, uh, Dean, uh, Dean, Dean in the hairnet and the uh, and the boys fighting and uh, sweet potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> and the pudding. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> when when yeah. when Dean eats the pudding, it passes out. Yeah. Sweet potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know we get super hot, um, Jared because you know he's been doing yoga because uh, you know our little ninja boy broke Sam <laughs> broke Jared. Oh yeah, 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 Master Chow. <laughs> Master Chow. Well, no, he didn't break him until... I thought he broke him uh, between 9 and 10. That's when he broke his shoulder, because that's why they had to cut short Demon Dean, was because he was in the brace. Oh, that's true. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, we'll move on. Episode 16, Blade Runners, uh, directed by Serge. And again, he's just Serge now, because I can't say his last name. Uh, <laughs> written by uh, Buck Lemming. Um, but it is a notable episode. It's where we get the first blade. Uh, so now, it's it, it, you know, all the pieces are in place. We have the big bad. We have the magical weapon. We have the quest. Kill the dragon. You know, so go kill Abaddon. Um, so, yeah, but that freaking place, the mausoleum that they found the blade? Holy crap. <laughs> That guy, and the guy that played the uh, yeah, the, he was a man of letters that went bad, right? Right. Yeah, him. yeah. Um, and and he's the one, you know, it comes up later in one of your favorite episodes that we'll talk about. Werther's project, you know, he comes up his his, his yeah. Um, okay, and then another notable episode for me, anyway. It's episode nineteen. Alex, Annie, Alexis, Ann, uh, directed by uh, Stefan. Oh my God, Stefan! I'm so sorry. I'm not even going to try to say your last name um, because I know I will screw that up. I know Plesinski. I'm going to screw that shit up. Plus, what? You say it. Plesinski. Okay, that's how you say it. Um, <laughs> it's written by Robert Bobo Barons. Bobo Barons. <laughs> and we get Jody back. Yay, Jody. And the reason this is such a notable episode for me, because, you know, for everybody else, it was just a Monster of the Week episode. It was no big deal. But for me, it was the first episode I watched in real time. I had binged up to then. I had watched, uh, and we won't talk about the uh, site that I watched the uh, first 18 episodes on that was, you know, one of those sites. Are you Um, saying? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, don't know what you're talking about. But it was so funny because when I got to the end of season eight, right, because again, you know, my daughter was already hooked on the show at that point. Uh, And and when I got to the end of season eight and I was like, oh, crap, there's no more. And Randy was like, well, I can hook you up with a site, you know. (laughs) And Randy hooked me up I with that guy. I know a guy, yeah. <laughs> and and I watched the next eighteen episodes and was ready for you know episode nineteen. Um, of course, now you know like the the. And then we meet Alex as well, of course. You know the first five were the are the the most recent five episodes I had watched on like the CW or whatever. So their website it was legal, but the other ones not so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that so that Don't was the first. Worry, one. There's no handcuffs unless there's uh, you know. Yeah. Little, little, little Dean on the end of them. <laughs> really? <laughs> you promise? Um, anyway, and then episode 21, King of the Damned, uh, directed by PJ Peach. Oh, when he kills Abaddon. Oh, my God. Yes. So that's when he you kills know? Abaddon. Yeah. Oh, and geez. it was written by Buck Lemming. Surprise, surprise. But it's still a notable uh, episode. Oh, my God. Jensen was just a powerhouse on that whole friggin' episode. Oh, yeah. He's just, he's losing it. 
but at the same time, he controls it just enough. Just enough. Yeah, he's, he's hanging on by a thread. Um, and then episode 23, uh, Do You Believe in Miracles? Of course, we have to list that one. <laughs> Uh, it's directed by Thomas J. Wright. It's written by Jeremy Carver. And I mean, I'm going to say it. Carved our house hearts out. I know, you know, and I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm proud of us. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and it's so, you know what though? And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this because I knew what was going to happen. I knew when he opened his eyes, they were going to be black. I knew ahead of time. I was not as shocked as everybody else because I knew when he got up and walked away from the cheeseburger. Yeah. When he was in the restaurant with uh, Crowley and he got it, you know, when Crowley knew, that's what I knew, you know, because Crowley later says when you walked away from the cheeseburger, you know, and I was like, yep, that's when I knew too. That was the one. God, it was so sad. Yeah, that was, you know, and so and it, later that <clears throat> Sam, I mean, they don't show it on screen, but you know that he carried him. Right. He carried him all the way back. Well, he carried him all the way back to baby. Yeah, because yeah. was they weren't even near baby. Right. They were in that big old warehouse thing and he carried him out of the warehouse and all the way back to baby. <laughs> yeah. And then and then had to carry him um, from baby into the bunker to his room to put him on his bed. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like, oh, uh, and you know what? It's did really good. Um, and you know what? That was a little, a little bit. It was like, it was a good, it was a good speech. I, you know, I've seen the reaction videos of fans watching that episode. And when Dean opens his eyes and they're black and everybody jumps and they're like, oh, you know, and, well, you know, Jensen ruined it. Well, yeah, because he said... He did that spoilers. Yeah. He did that eyes thing. He didn't oh, actually... Like yeah. But but I didn't see that. I don't know what you're talking about. I, uh, what? <laughs> no, li- literally, I don't know what you're talking about. What? Is, what do what? <laughs> yeah, Jensen did a spoiler. Oh, well, see, this, again, this was, you know... That episode was like my, what, fourth episode of in real time? So I wasn't even involved with the fandom and stuff online yet. At that point. Yeah, so I didn't see that. Not with the crazies yet. And see, it was funny, though, because we were sitting in my living room. I was watching it with Randy, my daughter, and uh, my friend Lucy. Um, And Lucy's one of our Winchester winches. Um, And I was watching it with with them. And both of them went, (gasps) when he opened his eyes, and they were black. I mean, they could have been doing a reaction video. Uh, But I was like, really? Y'all didn't see that coming? Y'all didn't see that shit coming? (laughs) And Randy was like, shut up, Mom. So, <laughs> so, anyway. Well, it helps that you had binge-watched all of them in a row. What happens is when you're watching it live, because there's so many fucking breaks in this goddamn fucking show, because CW has, you know, they have, like, bad whatever else that they break for. Right, yeah. I mean, sometimes and, well, you, yeah, and you, 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 forget you forget what's going on, or you get, you know, you don't, don't forget, but you, the emotional clutch isn't as hardcore mm, yeah but when you binge watch i mean my neighbor i got her and her husband watching it and um she kind of wa- wavered a little actually in the Kripke years which i was surprised but she really likes the all-encompass like one season is a big story instead of the five season arc <clears throat> so she really likes that part and uh, she's been binge watching like since six season six to uh, I think she just finished 13. Well, she's like on the Scooby-Doo episode, so she was really close. Oh, so she's almost ready for the premiere. 
yeah, she, they're catching up, so they're going to watch live. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be different when you watch live, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole different thing when at the end it's of the episode. It's a whole different thing when you watch live. Yeah, at the end of the episode, when you can't hit play to watch the next one, it's like, oh, shit. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, they may actually wait because they're, they're, they're binge watchers, but... Okay, and so technically we have gone over our hour mark here, so we've gone a little long. So if you're binge watching, or I should say binge listening to the podcast, join us next episode for part two of The Carver Years, seasons 10 and 11. Where Tara talks about Sam's hair to an unhealthy degree. Well, I don't know that it's unhealthy. It's questionable. (laughs) Maybe a little fangirling, but dude, season his hair dude oh yeah okay (laughs) you know what i thought he had the best hair in season eight um yeah well season eight was pretty glorious yeah yeah i mean isn't it funny though that you can tell what season you're watching by the the length of sam's hair dude even jared can they did a little test thing at one of those little (laughs) comms yeah the the, uh what was it the what is it the is it pop? Was it Pop Sugar or was it Entertainment Weekly? Was it EW? I think it was Entertainment Weekly. But oh, okay. It was for the. But Jensen couldn't tell. In March or no May? Yeah. But Jensen couldn't tell. No, he just <laughs> wants to cut it all off all the time. <laughs> okay, so join us. Join us for part two next time. Part two of the Carver Years next time. And I'm T gonna. Squared. I'm gonna. Yeah, T squared. And I'm gonna pull a, a a Charlie and say, "Have fun storming the castle. Peace out, bitches." <laughs> Bye.